You are listening to You Heard It Here Second. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or DerekAndSteve.com. Subscribe and follow today. It's like a part of you is gone, but even it's just a tiny, tiny little part of you, but it's gone. Right. It's part that wasn't even that important, but it's still part of you. (laughs) Derek and Steve present. I'd have like random flashes of like, oh my God, I'm on camera. Like, (laughs) I'm not wearing a bra right now. Like, get my bra. (laughs) I think we should get to get bathing suits too. Like, I I don't want to be running around in my underwear. Like, no one does. The toasted cheddar chalupa, it slaps, Derek. Wow. And no one really asks any questions. They're just like, oh, the NBA in China, or the NBA does China stuff. You heard it here second. Hello and welcome to episode number 139 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, how was your day? How was my day? Uh, That's a great question, Derek. It was busy. Um, Busy, okay. It was busy and then... Uh, I didn't know we were doing the podcast today, so I right. cleared my afternoon just to make nice. sure that I could hang with you. How, <laughs> how was your day? That's great. Uh, same for me. Pretty busy. Um, I was in I was in Las Vegas last week. Yeah, you were. So I was back to work this week. You made um, some money. Was, made a little bit of money. Did some, made a few bets, uh, just like last year. Not as successful as last year's trip, um, where I was. I, I had a smashing success betting sports last year. Marginal success this year, but any success is success in Vegas. If you leave so, Vegas up any amount of money, it exactly. is a roaring success. Exactly should, what I was telling yeah. my colleagues. Right. So, um, congrats! So, so congrats that was good. You. Thank you very much. Uh, and yeah, so just getting back into the swing of things, and of course, clearing my schedule uh, to do the podcast. Uh, back on a little bit of a regular schedule here. Two weeks since our last one. Uh, when we had Molly uh, Byman from Survivor on, so huge response from it. that episode. Yeah, lots of good, lots of good feedback. A lot of good one. feedback from that episode. So we so. may have to see if we can get more famous guests on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a famous guest listening, uh, you're welcome to come on the show. Yeah, please. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so episode 139, we got a pretty standard episode for you half uh, half sports, half pop culture. Um, so ready to get started? Let's get started. Cool. First half sports. All right, so World Series uh, underway. The as of the time of recording here, uh, the Houston Astros lead three to two. Um, wh- so of note here, you've put down the bullet point here. The home teams in this World Series are O and five. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts about the World Series as we've seen it thus far? This, by the way, is the matchup we both had wanted the last time we talked. Yeah. Which was Astros Nationals. I almost got that clip from the last episode for the for the opener, but we just had so yeah. many good clips from last yeah. week that I, I nixed it. Um, but yeah, so we, this is the world series. Both of us wanted, uh, I'm not as enthused as I thought I'd be about it. Um, <laughs> it's not like, I'm just kind of, I mean, it, it is an unbelievable world series. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's incredible that a home team hasn't won a game in the world series yet. Yeah. And that the Nats took the first two and the, uh, Astros took the next three. It's, it's wild. All on the road. I feel. All I, I, road. I would love to know how many times that has happened specifically because that's it does feel wild. I don't know if it's ever happened. I mean, I would doubt it, but um, baseball's been around a long time, so who knows? Yeah. Um, and the teams are not just like winning; they're like walloping each other. The games yeah. are like twelve to two and ten to two, and like yeah. With the exception of game one, every game has been kind of not close. Yeah, and these are dominant pitching staff, so it's very yeah. confusing. 
Um, I'm enjoying it. I, I catch it when I can. It's not must-watch television for me. Um, Agreed. But speaking of it not being must-watch television, I heard that it is the currently the second least-watched World Series in the modern era on TV wow. for TV ratings. You know who's number one, baby? Who? Go Rays, <laughs> baby! Rays Phillies, 2008. Wow. Yep. Wow. We're number one. Interesting. Very interesting. Because, I mean... I guess that really does. It is really a testament to the baseball market in the of the teams that are in it, right? Like, I mean, because objectively, if you're just talking about intrigue, right, and interest, like teams like the Nationals, teams like the Rays, like that aren't that aren't there often, right? It should be an interesting story, right, from the from the from the outside, as opposed to it being like Red Sox, Cardinals, or Yankees, uh, Dodgers, or what you know. So like. Um, it really does, I guess, show you how important the market is in determining those ratings as far as just how big the baseball market of that city is, you know? Here's my theory, Derek. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. I think people who watch baseball don't actually like the sport that much, the act of playing the sport and watching the sport. They like the idea of baseball. Hmm. So the newer teams like the Rays and the Nationals and teams that don't have these memories of growing up where you're like, go to the game, yeah. go to the thing with your dad and you, you like, Oh, your favorite player got caught using steroids, but he hit a thousand home runs. <laughs> um, if you don't have like those memories associated with your team, it's just not the, the, the demand is lower. I think that's, that's, I think my that's theory. a good take. Yeah. I like that take. I think it's pretty good. So, so that it's, it's pretty nostalgia driven. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go to and watch a high school baseball game and enjoy it, but right. well, maybe I would, but I'm I'm definitely going to go to like a big high school football game and like it just because it's a, the sport I like right. to watch. Right, right. Yeah. But 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 I mean, on top of that, like I think that you are someone who actually does like the sport of baseball. Like, like I think you're speaking to the larger audience. Correct. Right. I, I enjoy watching the Rays, but right. I think the reason my my theory as to why this is lower is because right. both these teams don't have those like storied histories and. Um, yeah, no, that that's that's fair. Yeah. That, that's I think that's very fair. Yeah, it's just it's just so. another seven game series against good players. Yeah, yeah. and it's interesting because it, I don't feel like the World Series has been up against that much. Like you know, I don't feel like there's been a bunch of really marquee football matchups or like you know NBA like there's in the NBA there's a bunch of injuries and stuff and you know and there's a lot of marquee players missing. It's like I just don't feel like they've been up against a real headlining event. Yeah. So it is interesting that they're not getting the ratings. But. Well, it's a good thing it's on Tuesday night because, you know, it's Monday night. Steelers Dolphins, baby. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Thank thank goodness that that that's avoided. Right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what are your what but, are your thoughts? I know I kind of jumped the gun on. on yeah. The, I mean, larger conversation. So, uh, I think it's it, it's pretty it's it's interesting that, you know, the. After game two, you sit there and you're like, wow, like are the Nationals going to sweep this series? Like, they, yeah. like they're going back home. They're up two. they got three straight at home. They look they look great. You know, they're they, like they've won nine in a row or whatever it were, eight in a row, however, however many they had won. And uh, then all of a sudden, just like it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like in the moment, if you had said to me like, oh, Houston's going to win the next three, I would be like, I don't know. Like the Nationals are playing really well. And I don't know if I don't see that happening. And then now that it's happened, I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> like like obviously the Astros were obviously going to win, and it's like it just kind of is a weird feeling of just it was almost like this was bound to happen, but you just kind of maybe it's because I was kind of rooting for the Nationals and and wanted them to win, um, which they still could obviously it's only it's three to two, but um, but yeah, it's very just a very weird World Series I would say, in that it it just 
kind of defies what you're what you've what you're accustomed to seeing. Like like the Astros winning game three, I thought was predictable, right? Because like you don't expect them to go down three zero. Yeah. But just the nature of of the nature of these last three games has just not been what anyone would have expected. I think based on the beginning of the series. So I think it's it's interesting, and I think it stinks with with Scherzer being unable to pitch. Uh, in game six, yeah, which is the report right now that he's going to miss game six uh, because of these spasms or, or he missed game five and I think might still miss game six. Yeah. Uh, so you feel bad for him, but but you might uh, get that Scherzer yes. uh, Verlander or Cole matchup that you're game seven yeah. that you're desperate for. So I think Verlander is pitching game six, so we won't get the Scherzer Verlander game seven, but we could get the we could get Scherzer Cole if the Nationals are able to win, which would be outstanding. So Ultimately, yeah, that's at this point what I'm rooting for is a game seven with a stellar pitching matchup. I think, you know, even if they lack the ratings most of the series, that one will certainly get the ratings if you have a game seven of the World Series with a pitching matchup like that. So, yeah, and it'll be on like a what a Wednesday, I guess, if, it, if there's a game seven. Yeah. So um, that that's what everyone should be rooting for, I think. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much that's my thoughts. I, I still hope the Nationals win the series, but. If I had to pick now, I would certainly pick Houston. I think now that they've gotten back on track, and I think they're they're a more talented team. Um, that would require one yeah. of these teams winning a home game, though, Derek. It's true. It's true. And Houston has not shown they can do it. In fact, Houston even against the Yankees, they weren't great at home. I think they started out one and one. I think in that series, they lost game one at home. So, uh, so yeah, certainly uh, they've had their weaknesses at home. So we'll see if they can turn that around. But. Can you waive home field advantage? <laughs> Like, I don't know. In Good some question. like Bill Belichickian future. You're like, no, we'd you, actually like to stay here. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> overthink something. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. I don't believe you can. But <laughs> yeah. So any other thoughts on the World Series? Um, No, game. If you're listening to this podcast on Tuesday, it's tonight. Yeah. And if you're uh, listening to it after that, hopefully this is uh, World Series is going to a game seven. Yeah, I think that's what everyone's hoping for. So, so we'll see. Um, moving on from baseball, we've got the uh, U.S. men's soccer team, which is um, not looking great, Steve. In shambles is how I have it written <laughs> written on this template. <laughs> um, yeah, so U.S. men's soccer lost to Canada for the first time, and I think it was ten over ten years. Uh, gave up a goal to Canada in the first time in over like. A, num- a number of years, probably two or Sheesh. three years. Um, so, and we lost two to zero and people are frantically calling for, to, to break it all down. And I mean, us men's soccer has never been good. Or well, at least we haven't right. been good in the, re- in the, uh, I don't know, the past 20 years. I mean, I don't know if we've ever been actually that good. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because all of this compiled in that lawsuit, like everything that happens to the men's, soccer team will be used in the women US women's national team equal pay lawsuit. Yep. Um so all of this like literally men US men's soccer is the worst it's probably ever been <laughs> and US women's soccer is the best it's ever been and probably the best that any women's soccer team's ever been. Yeah. Um so if they can't win it, the equal pay argument right now well yeah I don't, they, they, I don't know how you, when can, they? When yeah, can you it's, exactly yeah, it really is perfect. And like, and we talked about this as far as, you know, that it's just so clear that like, like the women's team literally brings in more money and, and they are, yeah. they are 1 million times better, <laughs> like relative to their competition. They are a million times better than the men's team. And yeah, you know, they might as well just play each other at this point. You know, like 
I get a lot of crap for saying that, and I, I don't know if you're kidding or not. I, I'm not totally kidding. I think the women's team, and I've said would, I've said could win before in a group of soccer people, and they shot me down. They said there's no chance that the women's team could beat the men's team. But I think it would be... I think the U.S. men's soccer team would not look as good as they should against the U.S. women's national team. I'm, I'm I agree. I agree. And I would not, I would not, I, I would. The men's team like, should, I, I, the men's team should decline that. They would look terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't sit here and like make a strong argument that the women's team would win, but, but I, I would argue pretty heavily against the notion that, that they couldn't win. Like, like I, that, that to me seems kind of crazy to yeah. argue that they couldn't win. Like, right. Like that, that, that feels like a very sexist argument. Like I know that, I know that men are are bigger and stronger naturally, right? But like, like the women's team is a lot better, yeah. Like than the men's team, like relative to their competition, and that margin is reaching a point where it's big enough that 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 I am in I am intrigued by how that matchup would go. Like again, I still do think the men would win, but like I I don't think it's crazy to suggest that it would be competitive. Like, so yeah, the, I would love to see it. We'll never see it, but I would love to. That'd be I would great. I would pay a lot of money to see it. Yeah, and I would root heavily <laughs> for the women's team. That what you know what would be awesome is if the women's team, if if this lawsuit unjustly like does not treat them the way that it should, is if they ended up proposing a settlement that they play each other. Oh, for the money, to decide it. For That'd be bowl, amazing. Yeah, that would, how yeah. baller would that be? <laughs> that like, be? Like if they, if if it was like if if they were getting screwed and it was like no, this is, you're not going to win this, and then it was like all right, fine, like we'll play you. That would be so baller. That's like uh, Game of Thrones trial by combat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then put it on the men to be like, hey, all right, you going to accept or not? Yeah. Wow. That's, That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they can just win in court. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and not have to. It shouldn't have. It should absolutely not yeah. have to come to that. They should not have to beat them to get equal pay. <laughs> but that is a but, that is a Disney like teenager movie in the making for oh sure. yeah for sure yeah. for sure bend absolutely it like, it's like bend them like bend it like beckham too yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly so so there you go the men's team uh not exactly impressing losing to canada two nothing yeah. um anything else on soccer nope i got nothing else on soccer that brings us into the second half which is pop culture All right, so maybe the most important pop culture topic of the year for us. Um, you saw, and I saw as well, but you, I think, for the first time, or or it was just the first see time seeing it live. Yes, yeah, seeing it live, an absolute spectacle. Um, would you like to tell the fans what this truly once in a lifetime phenomenon was? <laughs> I, you know, I'm trying to like latch on to your sarcasm, and I just can't. <laughs> I can't bring myself to do it because I'm so not enthused by this subject. <laughs> um, Derek and I were both in Plymouth, Massachusetts recently for a wedding, a wonderful wedding. Congrats, yes. Pat and Lisa. Awesome wedding. Um, but we also had some free time. And when in Plymouth, what do you have to see, Derek? You have to see Plymouth Rock. You have to see Plymouth you Rock. You have to. It's a rule. It's a rule that you have to, or at least it, it used to be a rule because we're... We're scratching that rule from the rule book. 
Because we were 11 years old at one point. Right. So, yes. um, so Derek, you had seen Plymouth Rock before uh, last weekend, correct? I had, correct. Okay. Correct. So you knew, you were so like mentally was- prepared. That's why like when, <laughs> when it struck me that we were in Plymouth and close to the rock and got very excited, you did not share in my excitement. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> okay. So we're out getting coffee before the wedding. We had some hours to kill. And we're like, oh, we actually have an Airbnb a block from Plymouth Rock where the (laughs) pilgrims landed and started America, quote unquote. Um, So we're like, holy crap, we got to go see this uh, pillar of American uh, history. (laughs) Uh, We get there and it's hilarious too because there's a lot of signs that say, welcome to Plymouth, home of the Plymouth Rock. Like here's the Plymouth Rock where the pilgrims, like there's a lot of like those stupid historical plaques everywhere. <laughs> and the rock is surrounded by literal pillars. Uh, like the, the, the cage and the, the pillars surrounding the rock are like, uh, I don't know. It's like a government building almost. Oh yeah. It looks exact. Yeah, it really does. It looks like a state house of some kind. Yeah. Um, so we get there and it's, I'm trying to think of a comparable size. It's so like you think, oh, Plymouth the Rock. Rock, yeah, and it's it's got to oh. be like, uh, is there a size that you get like a? I can't I'm think of any. Think. I feel like it's this. I feel like it's the size of like, of like a like a small hot tub. <laughs> yeah, or like three like, sacks of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is, it is so underwhelming. And it's it's not just <laughs> underwhelming; it's like caged in. So it's like you you lean over a balcony and you look down into like the sand, and you see this rock, and it's got uh, I think sixteen ninety something stamped on it, right? Yep, yep, yeah. Um, I and there's a, the we we luckily happened to get there when a tour guide was talking about it. Oh yes, so um, so luckily, and you could tell that this guy was really stretching. He was like, yeah, oh yeah. When they were moving the rock, it broke in half, and the top half was like the resiliency of America, and the bottom half was the values. And you're like, no, no, this is a rock. It's a really bad rock. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, it's really not even a top three American rock. I, I, oh, I, yeah. yeah. You've got uh, Rushmore, you've got uh, Queen, and you've got. Uh, what's another good American rock band? <laughs> <laughs> really good trying, question. Trying to make, a, a, make a pun about rocks. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah. I I I'm gonna give it a, a Steve Nicholas Avocados rating, and I I rated it on social media already because people need to know that it was it was underwhelming. Um, but I'm gonna give it a thirty percent Steve Nicholas Avocados. All right, that's Bra- pretty low. Brown pretty guacamole. Low. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I have to echo that. Like, uh, I don't know if I really want to go to the length of giving it a different rating than that. I think I can piggyback on the 30%. Yeah, um, subscribe, the, the, upvote. The, the, the thing is, like, I guess my, my overall thought is that, like, they don't have to, they don't have to set the expectations high, right? Like, right. like they could just set them low and then it's like, oh, I enjoyed Plymouth and like, yeah, Plymouth Rock, like it's there too, like. There's but like a, Plymouth is cool. Plymouth is a cool town. Plymouth is a cool town, but there's a reason that you've never seen a picture of Plymouth Rock before. Oh, yeah, for like sure. it's not in a history book. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a not, rock. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even a cool rock. It's not even that cool. No, yeah. And also, like, it wasn't even, like, where they landed. They dragged it up there. Yeah. That was the other thing. 
The tour guide's like, yeah, they dragged this rock here. It's not even and a it's, historically it's, accurate it's, rock. It symbolized where they landed because they were so resilient to drag the rock here as like a symbol. So this <laughs> this may be a very dumb thing to say, and I may be um, kind of exposing myself to some uh, commentary here, but was there ever a time when you thought Plymouth Rock, they crashed on the rock? Like the rock was, there's, there's something had to do with like them, there was... Like maybe they settled on the rock. Like the rock was bigger. The rock was a giant uh, piece, and like they either hit it or or settled on it or like walked on it. Like it's tough. It's tough for me to answer that because I like like my cousins grew up in Plymouth, so I probably first saw that rock when I was like eight years old. Okay. So I don't really remember having a different thought about it, but I don't think that's that dumb. Like Plymouth Rock, if you- for some reason, I thought was big enough to sink a ship. <laughs> <laughs> So you were definitely underwhelmed. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so there you go. There you go. Thirty percent is, I think, a, a just rating for that. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, don't go see it. Plymouth is an amazing town. I think everyone should the see rock. Plymouth. Just skip the rock, or like yeah. go and like Derek said, keep your expectations super super low. Yeah, like walk by it if you want. That's fine. Like take yeah. a peek. But like, really, you should go to like all the little shops and bars and like waterfront areas and stuff. Like, that's where you should go in Plymouth. Right, agreed. So, so there you go. There's Plymouth Rock. Um, last topic, we have a movie review that you're going to mostly talk about, and I can comment on, but I have not seen the movie yet, and you have. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I saw this movie on the plane, um, and it's called Booksmart. Derek, I'm sure you know this movie. It is. Um, I've heard of it. It was touted as like the girl super bad, the girl version of super bad. It's two um, young high school girls who spent their whole time studying and it's graduation and they need to experience life. They just studied high school away and they need to have one last big experience. Yep. Um, and so they do that. Um, it's very... Funny, I'll say there are parts that are laugh out loud funny. I think the characters are hilarious. They are very um, new age high school, if that makes sense. Okay, like yeah. Exactly what you picture a high schooler to be right now. Like the, the version of the high schoolers that I'm afraid of it, are the high schoolers in this movie. So it's not <laughs> okay. like the high schoolers from Superbad who are like the jocks and the goths and the black. Right, like, right. it, it is a very different type of high schooler. Um, and it makes for a more believable mo- uh, movie. So um, the characters are all really well done, really well cast. Uh, they're funny. It's definitely um, a girl. It's uh, Girls are the uh, target audience here because there are okay. a lot of jokes that I thought were funny, but that I can confirm girls would find funnier, um, <laughs> okay. if, that ma- if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, so... Overall, very good, very cute, very funny. Uh, ends very well, which I like. Movie nice, that, and nice. it's it's and I do respect movies that don't have a point. All movies nowadays are just either reboots or superhero movies or have this really deep message and then like they they're going for the Oscars. This movie was literally just a super bad style movie where yeah knows what it is. Here's a tiny funny story send you on your way and there's not going to be a second one there's not going to be a reboot or whatever so um yeah i thought it was pretty good nice you don't have to run out and see it but um if you got some time watch it it's called book smart and i'm giving it 75 percent steve nicholas avocados 75 percent. all right that's not bad yeah it's a a watch it on a plane movie yeah that's great that's great 
You, everyone needs to watch it on a plane movies. Gotta have know? one. Yeah. I actually had considered watching. I saw it in the title list for the plane movies, but I chose a different one, which I'm going to talk about momentarily. So, so there you go. There's always next time. Next time. Always in Vegas. next time. Yeah. <laughs> next, next time in Vegas. Um, anything else on pop culture? No, nothing else on All pop right. culture. Final drive. You want to go first or you want to go second? I want to go second, Derek. Second. All right. I'll go first. Um, as I just mentioned, uh, I also watched a movie on the plane. Uh, guess I probably could have put this in pop culture, but whatever. Decided to do it for the final drive. Um, Apollo 11, which is an old movie, of course, um, about the Apollo 11 mission uh, to put a man on the moon. But the new 2019 newly released movie is actually more of a documentary style. And it's very unique. And I, I actually very much recommend it for someone as, you know, particularly in my case, it was a plane movie, like I said, but I anticipate this would be pretty good in a, as a Sunday movie too, or like just something in passing that you want to watch. Mm. Um, it's about an hour and a half long, so it's not that long. It's, you know, maybe on the shorter side of movies. Um, and it's fully created from original never, never before seen footage, video footage and audio footage of the Apollo 11 mission. Now that includes, like news radio broadcasts for audio and it includes actual radio broadcasts between like the astronauts and the space station um video footage like literally like first of its time like type of gopro footage almost like, like little, little cameras on the the uh spacecraft on the shuttle and like all these things and basically then a lot of footage from like the the uh control rooms and things like that and it's really just all original footage just put together and story told in a very effective way that honestly, the way I would describe it is it really puts you in the, it puts you in the shoes of like someone who would have experienced it as it was happening. Like, like in cool. 1969, like, like it's, it's, that's what it feels like. It feels like you are at home in your living room, like in 1969, watching a news broadcast, like of what's happening. And like, they're kind of keeping you keyed into all of it. Like Weird. that's what it feels like. Um, and so it was really cool. Like you get all these, you get like the radio transmissions of like them, you know, like they take off and they get through the atmosphere and like you hear the the radio broadcast of like the the guy who's monitoring their heart rates, like recording their heart rate, each astronaut's heart rate during the takeoff and stuff like all these like inside pieces of like what was going on like during the mission and just like kind of hearing the back and forth audio. I mean, you only really have audio of the astronauts. You don't have a whole lot of video, but it doesn't feel like you're missing it. It's very cool and very well put together. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Uh, I would, you know, I'm not going to give it smashing reviews because it's sort of limited in its nature, but it, it's, it is really cool. So I'm going to give it uh 81% Derek dragon fruits. Um, Ooh, it's pretty high for what it is, for what it is with original footage. I would say it's, I, I recommend it, uh, and go watch it. Apollo 11, the new, I don't even know if it's named differently. I think it's just called Apollo 11, but look at the two, watch the 2019 release of it. Uh, and it's great. So there you go. Wow. Apollo 11. I, I will have to check it out. And you don't have to be a space buff to enjoy it. No, no, I don't think so. Like I said, this really does. Like, I really felt the vibe of like, I am a, like a U.S. citizen in 1969. That's what I felt like as the audience. Whoa. You're, you would thrive in 1969, Derek. <laughs> oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Totally. <laughs> um, so my final drive uh, is that Kanye West dropped a new album this week called Jesus is King. Um as everyone knows, Kanye West has been um, very uh, eccentric in his uh, personal life recently, yep. and he's, he's changed a lot since the Kanye West we knew and loved. So um, take this review with a grain of salt. But I listened to a few uh, 
songs, a few of the more popular songs, and they are so butt. <laughs> um, the the reviews, and that matches the reviews. A lot of the reviews are skewed because some people will will throw themselves off a building for Kanye West, and they call right. him the musical genius, and he's the best. He could he could scratch his nails against a chalkboard, and people would be like, "Wow, what a genius!" <laughs> um, but this, the reviews are meh. They're not great. Um, and my cousin Luke, who is up to date on uh, the music industry, also says it's butt, and uh, I trust Luke. So. Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King, uh, is not that good. It is, it actually is a religious album. Um, it's not, I mean, it, ha, it's, it has him rapping, but it's gospel music. Um, so it's definitely a huh. uh, a new style for him. I mean, he does that a lot. He Every album has a different sound, and um, he likes to reinvent himself every few years or whatever. But apparently right. he has, uh, or at least at the, for the time being, has discovered God and... <laughs> has made a gospel album there you go so and it's not great rap music <laughs> if, <laughs> if you can believe it <laughs> yeah. I, color me stunned <laughs> yeah um so that's my review i'm not gonna give it a um a rating because I, i've only listened to probably three songs i haven't listened to the whole thing so take that w- with what you will but that is uh my final drive kanye there you go west's new uh album jesus is king is meh is but is, but. Is, the, is the is the is the official the official review <laughs> also um I, we can end the final drive but i thought of something that i didn't add to the template and i want to ask you sure it may add another five minutes to the podcast <laughs> what are your thoughts on obj giving tom brady his shoes with goat hair in them after demolishing the team? getting his butt kicked after getting his butt whooped by tom brady I don't think it's the best look. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, give them to him before the game, I think would be better. Or mail like them I, to him. <laughs> or mail them to him or give them, give them to him at literally any other time besides the time that he just beat you. Um, Make it look like you kind of care that you just lost to him. Right. Like a little bit. Like that you um, weren't thinking about doing this the entire time. Right. That you were that you weren't just waiting to mail it in and give him your cleats. Um, it's so sad. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that they've always appeared to be buddies, I guess, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that look, I'm, I'm all for like, I understand and respect that, that players respect each other. And like that when the game's over, they like, you know, are, are on the same page. And like, there's not that hatred that you used to see in sports for the most part. Right. Like I get it, but I don't know. Like it, like you want your players to hate the other players though, as a fan. Or at least, or at least, be mad that you lost. Like, like, yeah. like, like, yeah, like, like. Of course, we all want we want players to hate each other because it's entertaining for us, right? But like, I, I guess I've gotten over that expectation. Like, I don't expect all these guys to hate each other. There's also like we're in a new era of like players having to really have each other's backs against owners. Like, I get a, I get True. a lot of that, but at least be mad that you lost. Like, like, don't like. I don't know. It's it's it just feels like such a kiss ass moment. It was like, like, thank you for beating us. Here's yeah, my shoes. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Look, like you can yeah, you can give them to him at any time. Like yes. Send you don't to do that unless birthday. Yeah. yeah, like like yeah, like why are, you you could yeah that you'd only do that because you want people to notice it and see it, which is another which is weird. I don't know that that's it's it's a weird move. I think. Even if you're like, like I hate Tom Brady, but I respect him. But I would never. Anyone I played against, even the best player of all time, you, you I would could, never give him a gift 
after but even he if just you whooped me. Even, yeah, like you. Yeah, like if you were a receiver in the NFL, you could, you could, you could respect all day and and think and believe that Tom Brady is the best player of all time, and you would never like get your ass kicked and then walk over there and give him a a gift that says I think you're the best player of all time. Yeah, right. I, like 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 in liter- front of lit- literally the shoes said goat yeah, on them. Yeah, no, yeah, they're made of goat hair. Goat like, hair, and they, they said G O A T on them. Yeah, so like. Yeah. This like was this was as he hasn't like, given those to anybody else. That was like right. a specialized gift to Tom Brady. Yeah, it's just weird. And then like yeah, give him like I don't know. Yeah, it's not I, even his like retirement tour yet. He's gonna no, get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's really weird. Right. Like it'd be more acceptable if it was a retirement tour. Like because then it'd be like it was okay. You were, this was planned. Whatever. But like I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I, don't I know. was em- I was embarrassed for OBJ. Yeah, I'm embarrassed it. for the Browns, really. Well, yeah, but I called that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. We're gonna have another and the uh, David Johnson thing. I called it all, man. I yeah, called it all. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. Yeah. So True. I extended the podcast, <laughs> but that'll be it's it okay today. Yeah, it's okay. So that's it for episode number 139. We'll see you guys next time for 140. Later, Dave.